tonight on the PFG Vibecast. We are counting down till the NFL draft. Tonight will be our 17th episode and we could not be any more happier with tonight's guest. I'm Julie Voigt and with me as always is Russell Baxter. So without further ado, here's Russell. another episode of the PFG Vibecast, and tonight we're going to, you know, as Julie and I have spent some time reviewing teams over the last few weeks, we kind of had a lot of a, our focal point on teams in the AFC. Well, now we, I think it's time for us to venture over to the NFC and the team that finished with the best record in the conference last year and had um, the number one seed in the playoffs in the NFC, and that would be the New Orleans Saints, and we welcome in Barry Hurstis. Um, who covers the Saints for Saints News Network and Big Easy Magazine. Uh, Welcome, Gary. Russ, great to be on with you, my friend. Well, I appreciate that. We'll get right into it because, uh, you know, the the Saints have had an offseason that has been a little bit different. I think it's been more about what didn't go right at the end of the year, and in particular the NFC Championship game and the ramifications of it all that. But I'd rather spin it forward. What's kind of the mood with the franchise right now, Barry? What's the sense that you get as they get ready uh, for the NFL draft as, as, this, as we record this on Thursday night, um, two, exactly two weeks before the draft? What's the mood of the franchise going into these next few crucial weeks? I, I, well, I, I, think they, I think they feel like they're, uh, let's face it, uh, you know, bone calls aside, you know, whatever your opinion is, uh, you know, neither here or there. The bottom line is this team was one play away from the Super Bowl, uh, you know, if you just want to break it down in those type of terms. Uh, so they're knocking on the door, obviously. So what's left for the Saints to do? I mean, the only thing they haven't done, I mean, for the last two years, they've essentially lost – uh, opportunities to go to the Super Bowl on freak plays or whatever you want to, you know, again, the football gods or whatever have been kind to them. Uh, but it, neither here or there. Bottom line is, it ain't get there. But you got now you got Drew Brees turning 40 years old. So to me, if I'm them, and, and, and certainly I, I, I feel like this is what they're doing. Did they realize that Breeze? There's a there's a, a very small narrow window of opportunity there still to win a championship as that team is built. You got all these kids coming up with contract. You got Thomas is going to have to get paid. Kamara is going to have to get paid. You know, uh, you know, and then you're you're paying Breeze, you know, twenty five million dollars a year to, to play quarterback, and you know. Sooner or later, that's not going to, you know, you can only kick that can down the road so many times, and we know that. And they've, and they've been, look, they've, they've done a masterful job at manipulating the salary cap and, and keeping this team viable and keeping it competitive and then being, you know, a, a title contender year in, year in consistently, year out, uh, as they have these last few years. Uh, they're peaking. They're still at a peak. I, I, it's kind of like the Patriots. I mean, you see, you see, you see how Belichick's done it. They reload. They just constantly reload. And Belichick's the master. He's the master of it. 
Well, Sean Payton, not quite on Belichick's level, but almost there. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I think the Saints are, are, are would be the first to admit they're trying to kind of borrow from that Patriots blueprint, so to speak, of success. And uh, they just haven't been able, uh, you know, the Saints just have not been able to get over the hump, whereas the Patriots have, uh, as we, as we, as they notably have uh, once again. So, but they're still so close, man. So what they need to do now is, is make the smaller tweaks to this roster. They're pretty much going to go back out here in 2019. They're going to pretty much feel the, the exact same team that you just saw. Uh, you know, be one player away from the Super Bowl. Uh, I think they feel like they have the, the pieces in place. Uh, they did lose Mark Ingram. That's a big loss. Uh, I think Mark Ingram was an important piece uh, of their puzzle on offense. That said, I don't think he's not irreplaceable. Is Latavius Murray a viable replacement is the question. Uh, that's that's certainly a big uh, hot topic of debate among Saints fans right now, as well as those of us that cover the team. Uh, I would say it's kind of split down the middle. Uh, you know, I mean, it's still April. I mean, you just signed it. We haven't. They haven't even been to camp. They haven't even put the pads on. You know, but, you know, it's it's. Yeah, I hate this time of year. Because we're trying to prognosticate so far in advance. We hadn't even seen the schedule. We don't know. You know, we're, we're just playing the guessing game at this point. And you and I, you know, we've done this for years. So, But uh, bottom line is this team is they're right there on the cusp of it. Uh, you know, I like what they've done in free agency. Again, losing Ingram hurts. We'll see how Murray works out. But some of the other moves they made are, are fantastic, man, quite frankly. Uh, I think Jared Cook is a phenomenal signing. Yeah, he's 32 years old. Yeah, he's, he's a little long in the tooth now. But Jared Cook, for the most part, has been injury-free for the mo- majority of his career. And the guy can still play. I mean, he just had, what, uh, you know, uh, 900 yards and uh, eight touchdowns for the Raiders, I believe it was, last year. Uh, I don't re- remember the numbers right off the top of my head. But, uh, you know, at, at age 31, you know, and that offense with David Carr, <laughs> that's pretty impressive to me. So now he's going to be with Drew Brees. Are you kidding? So, uh, you know, I think he's still got some gas left in the tank. So that, that made, that just made their offense even more dangerous. Now they have a tie, a viable tight end again. Uh, you know, uh, you, the last time the Saints had a tight end of that caliber. Yeah. Again, I know he's 32 years old now, but you know, assuming he's still got a little gas left in the tank. Hey, the last time the Saints had a tight end like that in their offense, a guy named Jimmy Graham, Got over a thousand yards and uh, you know uh, double digit touchdown reception. So I'm, I'm not saying Cook will or won't, but hey, uh, you know if you play fantasy football, you might want to put Jared Cook on your team this year. <laughs> so uh, you know I think Kamara is going to be his usual self. Uh, you know I, I think I think they're going to. I don't really think they're going to deviate that much from the from from what you've seen in the past. But the, as far as the run game. I just think they're going to plug Murray in there. Now, will, will Murray replicate the success that Ingram had? Mm, maybe not. I think, uh, and as far as Ingram that goes, I think Ingram will, will be a will have a career year in Baltimore because I think they'll feed him the ball there. 
so that he'll get what he wants. I mean, it, it'll, it'll work out for everybody involved. Latavius Murray was kind of languishing behind uh, Dalvin Cook in Minnesota. Now he can come to New Orleans and, uh, uh, you know, hit the reset button. And, uh, you know, hey, look, we've seen guys, uh, how many times have you and I seen a guy, a guy like Eric Dickerson uh, that, but that was kind of uh, kind of wore out his welcome with the Rams. He goes to the Colts and revives his career uh, in the late 80s. I'm sure you remember that. So, you know, hey, hey who's to say Latavius Murray don't come to New Orleans and, and come out there and play like gangbusters? Again, it's April. We can't forecast that type of stuff. But I, I like it, again, uh, that the, the, uh, Malcolm Brown. They signed Malcolm Brown, the nose tackle that was with the Patriots and one of the uh, – uh, you know, has played what in two of the last three Super Bowls with the Patriots. So uh, they've made some really solid, smart veteran uh, signings in free agency. I, you know, so you know you lost one important guy, but you but you got two really solid pieces uh, to put to put around a, a Super Bowl contending team. Uh, so I like what they've done. Uh, they don't have much. Uh, Draft capital. Uh, you, you're looking at a team that gave up their first round pick to the Packers. Uh, get uh, Mark, Marcus Davenport kid uh, out of the University of Texas San Antonio. Uh, uh, he played sparingly last year, but he has a lot of potential. So, uh, so that's basically what what they spent their first round pick on. Uh, again, uh, they really. I, I just think they're a solid team. That they, they really don't have many holes. The biggest, the, the, the biggest thing for the Saints, to, to me, is it's all about Breeze. How, how much, how much longer can Breeze play? He's forty years old. He's still at the top of his game. I mean, he had one of the best years, one of the best years of his career last year. Russell at thirty-nine years old. I mean, and look, I, 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 I'm speechless personally. I mean, you and I, uh, we're old enough to remember guys like Joe, Joe Namath. Uh, embarrassing themselves, uh, you know, Joe Namath uh, leaving the Jets and going to the Rams and embarrassing himself or Stabler leaving uh, the Oilers and coming out of retirement and going to the Saints uh, and just looking, you know, it's like he didn't, you know, like you, like a like a mass unit out there or something, you know. Uh, we, I just, uh, and now here we are, what, 30 years later, and Brady and Breeze are playing into their 40s. Uh, like, like they're like – they're, still in high school or something. So, hey, man, it's, it, it's a new era. It's a new day a day and age. And, uh, look, look, the Patriots are still good. Uh, and, uh, and I think Drew, as far as uh, the NFC is uh, concerned, the New Orleans Saints are still going to be good, you know. But that, but that, but that window is closing. And, uh, it's, you know, they, they re-signed Bridgewater, I, I, you know, some people think Bridgewater could be the future of the Saints after Breeze retires. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't get uh, get a ticket for that ride if I if I were you just yet. <laughs> so we'll see how that works out. Uh, you know, uh, I, boy, I tell you what, if, if Arizona takes Kyler Murray and Josh Rosen is available, I just. Just remember, I told you that. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Okay. All right, Barry. So pretty much your Saints, they, you know, have a first-round pick, a third – or I'm sorry, you don't have a first-round pick. A third right, we have a second at number right. 62. Right. So do you think uh, – I know you had just said that, you know, you like what we – 
what the Saints did in free agency. Do you think that's going to be enough for this team? Uh, no, I no, I, I think they could add. Uh, they, need, they need a pass rusher. I really they lost Alex Okafor, uh, who was who was basically your guy on the other side, starting on the opposite side of Cam Jordan. Uh, Cam Jordan, as as we know, is their their best pass rusher and uh, you know Pro, pro Bowl um, caliber player for the last few years. Uh, but they've never had really a guy that complimenting the head junior Gillette a few years back and who we normally know kind of bounced around the league since that point. Right. Uh, and they never really, they never really have put a, put a guy on that other side. Uh, you know, and that's what they, you know, and that's what they gave up the number one pick for is, is Davenport. Uh, and Davenport's got a ton of potential. I I, I honestly think uh, by maybe another two or three years, Marcus Davenport, it's going to be a, a name you're going to be think, think, saying a lot of or okay. thinking a lot about. Uh, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think he's got – I'm not saying he's going to be Khalil Mack good uh-huh. uh, or Von Miller or Von Miller good, but I th- I'm telling you, I, I just think he's got that much potential. I really think he's that good. So, but, but the Saints are bringing him along slowly, and he seems a little bit he, – he also seems a little bit injury prone. So, that worries me. So, I would I would imagine with that second round pick, which is number sixty two overall, and, and look, remember, let's remember, this is Sean Payton, okay? So Sean Payton, as we know, and Russell, as you well know, he's not afraid to wheel and deal, you know. Hey, look, look, and look, you got a you got a guy like John Gruden now, who who is who is very good friends with Sean Payton, so uh, or even Andy Reid in Kansas City. You know, all these guys are connected. They all have coached together. You know, Reed and, and Peyton and uh, and Gruden, they all, all these guys know each other. They're they're all came up in the same little coaching tree right there. You know, they uh, matter of fact they were all together on one I think you know, on the Packers uh, at one point. Uh, so, you know, uh, you know don't I I never say never. Right. You know, Raiders Raiders are loaded with picks. So uh, you know and I wrote an article this morning for Big Easy Magazine. That that's up. I think I got it as my pinned tweet right now on Twitter. Uh, you know, wouldn't shock me at all if you saw a guy like Andrew Speep, uh, who, who's their former number one pick from the 2015 draft, former All American kid at Stanford. Uh, wouldn't shock me at all if they made made a little deal with Gruden. Uh, and uh, matter of fact, Mike Mayock, who's their who's their general manager now. I remember. Uh, Love the Saints pick of Andrew's Pete uh, a few years ago. Who so just putting it out there, you never know. So, so even though the Saints don't have a first round pick, all I'm saying is, doesn't mean they won't have a first round pick in two weeks from now. That's all I'm saying. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I not, I'm, agree right, with I'm not guaranteeing anything, but 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 either way, regardless of whether it's a first round or a second, wherever they pick from, I, I personally believe. Uh, now they could go to this best player available because again, I, I really feel like they or they think, and this is just my perspective of being as close to the team as I am, that I, I just feel like they they, they don't want to they, they 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 don't want to really tweak much. I mean, look when you, when you're two when you're basically a freak play away from getting to the Super Bowl two straight years. You're doing something right. I mean, you, you're doing. You're clearly, clearly, they're doing something right. 
Mm-hmm. You know, to be this close to winning the Super Bowl, you know, uh, you know, you, you lose, you lose a Minneapolis miracle. You know, you don't lose a Minneapolis miracle. Uh, who knows what happens the next week in Philly? So, you know, uh, you know, and then, and then obviously we know it's well documented how last year ended. So, again, this team is on the cusp of a championship. So you don't need to, you don't need to tinker with much. So now the question becomes, what can you still tweak? You know, what, what, what can you fine tune, so to speak, and without upsetting the apple cart, the, the proverbial apple cart, you know, and, and, and try to stay on that path of success? Because at some point, I mean, my, my God, is there any other kind of way can this team lose and not get to the Super Bowl? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, have you ever seen a, another franchise so snake-bitten like this one that have so many crazy ways to lose games? So, uh, but it is what it is. And, and that's National Football League. And, and again, uh, I, I, keep, I know I like keep making Russell feel old. <laughs> but I'm an old guy, too, so I can do that uh, and get away with it. But um you know, hey man, uh, that's what makes the sport of professional football so great. Uh, you know, I, 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 there's a lot of Saints fans that are very bitter. Uh, again, I grew up in New Orleans. I'm born and raised here, and grew up here long before I ever got a degree in journalism or anything like that. So I never, before I ever dreamed about being a sports writer or anything like that. Uh, but you know, I, you know, I, and so I, so I've been through it all. So you know when you say who that you know that that that's you know, hey that that that's you know there's people like me who 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 literally have grown up with this football team so uh, you know so I so I think I have a, a unique perspective having done that you know having gone to the games as a little as a little kid at the old stadium you know when when the first when the teams first. Uh, forming those years of the franchise, you know, and there's not many people that could say they did that, you know, and now here I am, you know, 40 something years later covering it as a writer. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty neat, you know, I, and I enjoy what I do. Yeah, I'm very passionate about it. So, uh, you know, and I, and I just love the sport of football in general. Just, uh, and uh, and uh, it was just how I found out about Russell, uh, you know, and, and, you know, so, um, and, and you guys are so, and, and you guys do a wonderful job. And, uh, and I appreciate y'all having me on tonight. Well, we appreciate you coming on too. And uh, your passion for the saints um, is infectious. And, uh, you know, we love, Julie and I love hearing um, people who enjoy what they're doing for a living and so on. And especially when work doesn't really become work. Um, so Barry, I can't thank you enough uh, for coming on tonight. Um, talking about uh, the Saints, uh, you know, coming off, they've won back-to-back division titles, first time they've ever achieved that. And uh, like you said, um, things haven't, football hasn't bounced their way the last two postseasons, uh, but it's another year. So uh, good luck with everything you're doing. Good luck with the draft, like Julie alluded to, no picks in the first, third, or fourth round, but like you alluded to, uh, who knows what's going to happen. And, um I like that connection you brought up between Coach Gruden and, and, and Coach Payton. We shall see. Yes, sir. <laughs> so thanks for coming and joining us tonight. And, uh, you know, for people who uh, want to read more about what Barry does, um, it's at Barry Hurstis, um on Twitter. 
Uh, you can follow Saints News on Twitter. You can follow Big Easy underscore Mag on Twitter. And Barry, just a few minutes ago, I did tweet at that latest article that you put out, as a matter of fact. so. Oh, fantastic. I appreciate it. No problem. We will, uh, we will catch up with you soon as we get closer to the season. Oh, yes, sir. Look, and look, uh, once again, I appreciate you guys having me on. And look, uh, hey, man, uh, again, uh, I, I, I think uh, as far as the NFC goes, uh, certainly I think you, you, you'll see the New Orleans Saints there. Uh, clearly the Rams are loaded. Uh, I, I, you know, they, they might lose. Uh, they may have lost a guy here or there in free agency, but they're pretty much going to, you know, they're pretty much going to return the same team. Uh, they'll be good. Minnesota's going to be good. Look. The NFC is going to be tough, man. And, uh, and uh, so, you know, but New Orleans will definitely uh, – they'll have their say in, in the picture. And uh, I would imagine uh, as long as they can uh, make the money situation work and uh, re-sign uh, Michael Thomas and Kamara uh, coming up next year, uh, I think this will be a team that's going to be around for another – at least another two to three seasons. Uh, I think Breeze is going to try to – yeah, he's gonna try to he's gonna try to match Brady year for year. It's gonna be one of the uh, it's gonna be like uh, uh, I'll give you a pro wrestling analogy. It's gonna be like Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. Uh, they're gonna try to see. They're gonna try to see. <laughs> it's like Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. They're gonna try to out. Uh, they're gonna try to outdo each other and and have the the see which one can have the the fancier car. Or the bigger mink coat, or whatever you know, or or have the or have the the, the most people uh, show up at the arena for uh, for their match or whatever. You know, they'd be making all these crazy. It's gonna be like that. Brady's gonna say, "Well, you know what? I'm gonna play till I'm 44." And then Breeze is gonna say, "Ah, well, all right, well, I can at least make it to 43." I'm telling you, man, these guys. I, I look uh, again, man. Uh, I, it's phenomenal. I can't believe it. Uh, I thought these guys would both be retired by now. <laughs> so, yeah, who knows? Who knows what might happen? But, uh, uh, but, it, but they're definitely going to be a contender in 2019. So, uh, and uh, and uh, anytime you want to talk Saints football, uh, you, you guys just give me a call. Well, you got it, sir. And thanks again so much for coming on. We will catch up with you soon. Yes, sir. Have a good night. Thank you. Well, as Barry alluded to uh, during the interview, um, the last two Saints seasons have ended in, um, what's the word I want to use, Julie? Spectacular fashion, bizarre fashion, um, odd fashion, you know, the, uh, you know, the play against the Vikings, the controversy against the Rams, but, you know, by all indications um, from our guests tonight, uh, you know, the Saints are still very much in the thick of the Super Bowl race for Super Bowl 54. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that that's a big surprise. Mm-hmm. They've filled some holes uh, via free agency. As you said or you stated, they don't have a lot of draft choices to work with, at least early in the draft. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting few months uh, for the defending NFC South champions. Yes, and I love the, the wrestling analogy for that. That was pretty clever. Well, it had a little flair to it wouldn't you say <laughs> I knew you would <laughs> listen my goal is not to disappoint on that note right. uh, for Julie noted underscore PFG 
for PFG Vibe and for Backs Football Guru. Thanks so much for listening to the latest episode of the PF- PFG Vibecast. And uh, we will be talking to you extremely soon. Bye. Take care, everybody.